bring Fuff Duplessis in, mate. Fuff Duplessis just got 100. and girls welcome to the pavilion the peel cricket show your host here is Orazio santa lucia i'm here every week giving you the best news this side of texas i don't know why i said texas but anyway um we're here to chat all things peel cricket and as per usual we've had a humdinger of a week we've had loads and loads and loads happening what's happened you ask what's happened you ask that's a bloody good question. I'll tell you what's happened. We now know who is the first finalist, who's the first p- team in the grand final of the Retrovision Premier T20 League. We had another humdinger of a match, which we'll chat about a bit later on. But it is officially the best T20 League outside of the Premier competition. That is a fact. That is a fact. Had a conversation with a couple of, um, we'll say, influential people within this fair game of cricket in this state. And they were very, very happy to state. And they were on record saying that the league is clearly the best outside of the Premier competition and could give some of the Premier clubs a run for their money. So well done to every single person involved. Um, I know I've had an absolute ball uh, being part of it, and, and all I'm doing is just sitting there watching the game so and uh, just calling it and all that sort of stuff. But it's been fantastic. The cricket has been amazing. Um, yeah, so well done to everyone there, but fantastic. So that's that. We know a bit more about that. We'll chat about that a bit later on. Um, all our league cricket, what we do know is there are only three weeks till the first final, the first semi-final, or whichever final that'll be, um, and there's only two rounds to go. Believe it or not, we had another bloody tie. That's four ties this season in the competition. Now, I'm lost. I've never seen that many ties in one season in one competition. And let's be honest, um, you know, we're a nice, tidy little competition. We're not the, you know, we haven't got that many teams and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, we've got six grades and and things, but four ties. And that was uh, Horsehead and White Knights, Baldivis in D grade. So we'll... uh, We'll go into that one a little bit. I know I got a, um, a text from this man, and strangely enough, that's a great little cigar. I got a text earlier uh, later on Saturday going, you wouldn't bloody believe it. I said, mate, I know. I, I saw the scores. And he just said, well, that's our second in the club. Uh, or second for that team. So I think Hall's head have been part of two ties in D-grade this year. Um, and uh, that was Ash Wybon who texted me and sort of, we had a little text chat, and funnily enough, he is the latest in the round of uh, let's meet the presidents of the clubs or top officials or whoever the clubs put forward to have a chat about their club. He's very, very elusive, this man, um, doesn't want to be on camera and all that sort of stuff, but uh, I've pulled him aside for you know 15 minutes and we had a good chat about everything Hall said, and, and as we know... Um, having a very, very good season on on the pitch and off the pitch, they do fantastic stuff as well. So we have a chat with Ash Wyborn later on in the show. Um, what else have we got? Oh, congratulations to uh, Pete Burton, 200 PCA games umpired. Um, it was great to see the, the two teams on Saturday, uh, Pinjara and Hall's head, give him a, a guard of honour as he walked out in the pitch. Uh, we've got to remember our officials. Every sport is really, really hurting with our officials, but we're, we're lucky to have a core group, but um, we can always do with more, and we need to do everything we can to support and encourage them to stay on board and, and keep doing what they do, um, and obviously to make it a, a welcoming environment to say, hey, why can't we get some more? Remembering there's a there's a little core group of umpires that are doing junior cricket in the PJCA, and the last couple of years, PJCA have done some great stuff with umpire development, so um, we want to keep that 
pathway going, just as we've done with players. So, um, anyway, Pete is the umpire coordinator for the PCA, and uh, great for him to get accolades for 200 games. Standing there in the heat, in the sun, providing uh, you guys with a fantastic service. So, Pete, well done, mate. Good stuff. And also, a massive well done to the uh, Secret Harbour and Warmbra ladies, who played uh, Pink Stumps Day on Sunday Gone. Uh, Pink Stumps uh, and the McGrath Foundation, obviously fantastic organisation. And the Pink Stumps Day is part of Australian cricket now, which is amazing. And uh, money and awareness is raised for uh, women's breast cancer. And um, it was very fitting. Uh, Amy Duckworth, who's part of the Secret Harbour um, Football Club, but part of the the whole club as a whole, Um, she's a, a breast cancer survivor. And uh, she was there to hand over the inaugural Madeline King MP trophy. So Warmbra and Secret Harbour will be playing off for that cup every year from now on. And Secret Harbour were the first winners of that. So well done to the Secret Harbour ladies. Well done to everyone involved. And thank you very much, Madeline King. If you are listening, <laughs> um, jump on a Facebook. I did a little post today for the PCA Facebook page and um, you can jump on a Facebook and see, and jump on a Madeline King's uh, Facebook page, and you'll see she actually mentioned the game and, and how proud she was to be associated with uh, Secret Harbour and Pink Stumps Day and that particular match. And she's very proud to host, um, I guess, and provide the trophy and have her name attached to that trophy. So it was mentioned in Parliament. She had a you know big five minute speech sort of thing. So that's how high we're regarded in the PCA. It's it's going to Parliament. That's, that's where it is. So thank you to everyone involved there. Even the Mayor of Rockingham, Deb Hamlin, who's uh, the new Mayor of Rockingham after um, a very long stint by the previous um, mayor. So she was there as well. So, um, look, ladies, putting our name up there, which is fantastic. They all do. And uh, they're, they're just, they're killing it. Uh, the, the Women's League is absolutely killing it. And it's awesome to see that grow and get stronger every day. Also, just a reminder, um, I dropped a secret little episode during the week, a couple of days ago. Uh, very, very privileged to have a chat to Adam Voges, the uh, winning coach of the uh, the recent Big Bash with the Perth Scorchers. He is WA Cricket Royalty. And he is a, well, he's always going to be a Warmbra boy. So he's a former Warmbra junior and has uh, still has ties with the club. Um we had a chat to Adam and spoke all things about that, where he started, and he's uh, had some very, very high regard for some people that helped him as a young young kid. I, I don't know the guy, so um, that's for, for you guys at Warmbra and, and other guys in the league that will know. But, uh, look, it's a great little chat, and I think we're, I mean, yeah, test player, um, the second highest test average of all time, 61 point whatever it was. Um, he's got records galore. The man is a star. Um, he's WA Cricket Royalty, he's he's going to go Hall of Fame, all that sort of stuff. And to top it off, he's an absolute ripper bloke. Um, privileged to have worked next to him. Always made time for you, had a coffee, had a chat, all that sort of stuff. So um, thank you, Adam, for, for that. And uh, if you haven't listened to it, why not uh, download it and, and you know listen to it at your own leisure. Also, just letting you know, there'll be another little special episode dropping next week as well. That there is the introduction for the greatest little podcast known about Peel Cricket, The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show. My name is Orazio Santolucia. It is the longest name in history. It is a mouthful, but you can't forget me. Uh, We are very, very privileged and proud to partner with these fantastic sponsors around us here. We have got, oh, that way, Retrovision, you know all about them. 60-day price guarantee. They know their stuff. If you're buying white goods, electrical goods, and anything in that realm, if you're going anywhere else than Retrovision, you are mad. They know what they're talking about. They've got click and collect, guys. That, you know, shopping from your phone, it doesn't get any easier than that. Retrovision. Everlast Sports Drinks. Ah, saw on Tuesday, I made a little quick mention um, one of the little stars of uh, junior cricket in the region, Taylor Flowers. So the Flowers family, Emma, doing magnificent stuff with the girls' competition and Taylor just getting better and better every time she plays. Um, I know uh, Neil Ken- Kennedy and family are super proud of their little granddaughter. And she's not so little anymore. 
She was when I coached her, but now she's a really tall, athletic young girl. But uh, yeah, anyway, she's there watching the T20 cricket, watching a fantastic game of cricket, and she's there sipping on an Everlast, and she was on the Lemon Zest. She says she's been listening, smart girl. So uh, good to see it being uh, enjoyed at cricket clubs around the PCA. So uh, finals coming up. You can get another order in, get into Johnny Sanders there. There's his number. And talking about Johnny Sanders, ESA Sport. Um, they they do everything sport. You can see apparel, coaching, Everlast Sports Drink. They distribute that stuff. Uh, memorabilia. You might have in a season raffles, all that sort of stuff. Do you want a superstar? Do you want a sports star coming to talk at your club? Um, have a chat to Hall's Head. They've either had their race night or, or quiz night or whatever it was with Damien Martin, but... Uh, you know, doesn't get much bigger than him either. And that's the uh, the basketballer, Damien Martin. Australian Perth Wildcats, legend of basketball in this, in this uh, state. Um, and, and a ripping bloke as well. Uh, ESA Sport, get on to them. They are our supporters. This is the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. We will be back after this. Okay, 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 okay. Here we are. We're here for your favourite part of the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, which is proudly supported by all these guys here. Retrovision, Everlast, ESA Sport. Get behind them because they get behind you. Uh, we're going to go through the scores. We're going to go through what happened during the week. I'm going to try to do it as quick as we can. So, first game, Mandra versus South Mandra. Another derby, or derby, depending where you come from. And, uh, yeah, another disappointing day for the the uh, club south of this great little city of Mandra. Um, Mandra had a belter for themselves. Seven for 330, if you don't mind. And that was dominated by skipper Jordan Bell with his second ton of the year, 123. Well done, Skip. And uh, Jack Searle got his uh, top score for the season, 50 not out. And um, had a little post. Uh, Their their club photographer, I think John Moore, took some great shots at training. And it was a great shot of uh, Searle hitting one through the covers in in training. And he sort of said, you know, haven't hit him that well this year. Hope I have a good one this this week. And uh, he did. So well done, mate. Uh, South Mandra, unfortunately, rock and rolled for 112. So it wasn't a long day for them. The game was done quite early. That's their fourth score of under 120 this side of uh, Christmas. Haven't won one since Christmas after setting setting the joint alight early. So, uh, yeah, just a bit undermanned this week. And uh, it's, it's getting tough. I know there's only two games left, but it'd be great to see the club get up for one last victory at least this season. Um, obviously, Prez, Jared Lennon, who's done so much work this season, it's not even funny. Um, you know, we can't underest- we can't undersell the fact that they have um, the hybrid pitch down at, at Falcon Reserve. And um, what a game changer that is, has been and will be and will continue to be moving forward. So, But anyway, well done to Mandra. That, that's a big, big win. 330 runs. I don't see that uh, very, very often. So well done, boys. Uh, next game, Showwater um, uh, defeated quite handsomely, really, by Warmbra by five wickets. They were rock and roll for 86. Showwater batting first. Um, and fittingly, on reconciliation round, Kieran Eugle Jr., five for 43. Using his guile and experience, got through Showwater. That's that's a big, big win uh, for Warmbra. They chased the score down five down, so they didn't do it that easy, I guess. But uh, Dane Eugle helped them over the line. He got 46. So it was, like I said, reconciliation, reconciliation round. Um, some of the leaders in our cricket community in Peel Cricket, uh, the Eugle family, and uh, they dominated the game. So uh, well done yet again. Uh, Dane just showing his class. And Kieran just reminding us, hey, I'm still here. Um, and good for Warmbra to get back on the winning circle. And for Showwater, a little bit disappointing for them because they've had a really good run. Um, and as a club as a whole, they're having a fantastic run this year. But that may have been the... Uh, that's the one that probably just knocks them out of contention for the finals. But you never, never know. Uh, next game, and this is a big one. Uh, White Knights belt Ivers, 168. They defeated Singleton all out in 94. So a little bit of an upset there. 
Um, that's not having a go at White Knights at all. They're, they're having a good solid season themselves, but uh, Singleton, one of the fancy teams, the uh, you know, defending champs, uh, they were rock and roll there. Uh, what, hundred, out of the 168, Ben Merrifield got 63, and uh, Baron Grove got 42. And um, uh, what have we got there? Oh, what have we got there? The big man, Steph Botha, four for 16. And uh, yes, he is South African. So um, I, I had a little, well, I asked, didn't I? I was, I was very polite. I didn't know what part of Southern Africa um, the big fella come from. And he, uh, he sent me a message and sort of said, uh, enjoying listening to your show, having a bit of breakfast on Saturday morning. Um, just letting you know, mate, very much a South African. So uh, the South African, Steph Botha, four for 16. That gets him up to 40 poles for the season. 40 leading by quite a bit in the whole competition at 10.9. 10.9. So, mate, just uh, keep on keeping on. He's having a great season and uh, well done to the Knight boys there. And uh, the next game, Pinjara defeated by Horsehead. Pinjara, one for six. Uh, couldn't quite chase down Hall's Head's 200. That was led by Brad Scott, who got 46, the new recruit this season. And uh, the main man, Jamie Lee, got another four wickets. He got four for 25, I believe my handwriting is. Um, and he's having a ripper season himself. 542 runs and uh, 32 wickets as well for the season. So uh, the veteran all-rounder really reminding everyone that he's still a force to be reckoned with. And the last game, uh, Secret Harbour, a bit undermanned this week. Uh, they got a bit of a, a touch-up, uh, 9 for 72. Uh, Jaden Lorimer got 4 for 28 there for Waruna. And uh, Waruna, had, they made 8 for 244, batting first. Uh, Matt Thomas uh, had a good day with the ball last week, got 85 not this week. And um, he was supported by Brandon Burt, who got 65. So... Waruna, Hallshead, just keep on keeping on, just uh, flexing the muscle, just doing what they got to do. Um, you don't have to play your best cricket right now. Uh, you want to do it in about three weeks' time when the finals hit. So they're both, uh, they're in, they're, they're done. So Waruna, Hallshead, they're both on 82 points. They, can, they know what they're doing. Uh, but the next two spots are getting, pl- uh, it's a hot race between three. I can't see the next, I think, the next one are actually South Mandra. Um, I can't see them fighting. And Showwater, probably that, that game they lost is probably, that's it. That's too far now. They'd have to get bonus points and smash everyone and everyone above them. And, yeah, it's, I think it's just too hard. But uh, Warmbra, Singleton and Mandra. Uh, Warmbra on 65, Singleton on 60, Mandra on 57. So got to win every game. And uh, you've got to make sure it's working. And if I'm... Right, so what have we got this week? So we have Mandra have got Secret Harbour. Uh, Singleton have Waruna. And Hallshead have Shoalwater. So that could be a big one. And Warmbra have South Mandra. So um, maybe at the end of this week we may know who the finalists are, but we may not. Anyway, that's A grade. Done and dusted. Let's... Move on to B grade very quickly. Uh, first game, North Belt Ivis, 1-6-2 all out. They were defeated by Mandra, 7 for 1-6-3. Uh, Jacob Hutton got 58 there. That's his second 50 of the season. North Belt Ivis knocked off again. So they were flying, and then they're just stuttering along a little bit now. So um, they are catchable. B grade wide, wide open. We'll see that a little bit later on. Uh, next game, Warmbra, 123. They were defeated by Showwater, 6 for 216. Um, Dale Norman got 60. And Run Machine in B grade, Paul Gravitz, 64. That, he's up to 657 runs. I believe he's the second highest run scorer in the comp at the moment at 82.13, if you don't mind. So, jeez, uh, I tell you what, do you get a chance to play A grade or what? Anyway, uh, well done, Paul. Just continuing. And uh, well done to Showwater. They've... Uh, Really had a, a really good run post-Christmas here. Uh, Singleton versus White Knights, Baldivis. So we've had four ties this year. We nearly had a fifth one. So Singleton all out, one four eight. They defeated White Knights, Baldivis all out, one four seven. A one-run victory. Can't get much closer than that. Luke Rogers got 62 for Singleton. Um, Visak uh, Verma got 47. For White Knights and Bob Brahm got four for twenty nine. He's having a nice little run with the ball there. 
this second half of the season for Singleton. Uh, so that must have been an absolute cracker, nail-biter. Just adds to the uh, fantastic cricket we've had this season. Next game, Hall's Head, 9 for 2-3-4. They defeated Pinjara, 8 for 1-5-4. Richard Woods got 69 for Hall's Head. Shane Turner, 57 for Pinjara. And Lewis Starbuck got 5. Michelle, 5 for 23 for Hall's Head. And uh, Hall's Head had a very good win there. And uh, final game, Hillman. Ladder leading Hillman, 4 for 1 2 2. They defeated Secret Harbour. Um, was that South Bandra? I think uh, Secret Harbour. Secret Harbour, sorry. That's my writing, my handwriting. I didn't type this, I handwrote it, and my handwriting is, is shocking. Uh, Secret Harbour, all out 1 1 9. Veteran Troy Lovegrove, 4 for 14. Um, so good win there for Hillman. So Hillman top. They're, they know what they're doing. They are definitely uh, top two. They'll, they'll, they'll be there in the finals. Uh, Shoalwater having this huge run on the inside rail there. They're on 78. They have moved up to second. Um, they'll be they'll be in the finals. North Belt Ivers third. They've dropped from top to third. They're on 75 points. I dare say they should be okay. But the uh, fight for fourth is going to be a tight one. You've got Hall's Head there currently. They're on 71. But you've got Warmer on 64 and White Knights on 64 as well. So I think the, the run for fourth is the, the tight one. Um, but I don't think uh, North Bad Ivers can afford to lose any games either. So uh, she's a tight one there in B grade there. Good luck to everyone there. Let's move on to C grade. Uh, Mandra, 101. They were defeated by White Knights quite convincingly. They chased it down. One down. Uh, Liam Betley got 50 not out for White Knights Belt Ivers. So good win there for the Night Boys. Next game, South Mandra all out 77. They were defeated by North Belt Ivers, who got 145. Uh, Siddharth Saini got 5 for 10 in uh, rock and rolling South Mandra there. And Akil Raju got 79 of the 145. So well done to North Belt Ivers there. We move on to the next one. Shoalwater, 4 for 120. Defeat Singo Singleton, 9 for 113. Brad Smith got 64 for Shoalwater. And uh, Michael Reader got 6 for 32. Um, in rock and rolling, singleton, or not quite rock and rolling, but nine for one one three. So C grade uh, locked and loaded. We knew that last week. White Knights, South Mandra, Shoalwater, North Beldivis. They know what they're doing in uh, three weeks' time. Let's go down to D grade. White Knights, <laughs> White Knights, Beldivis, nine for one eight eight, tied with Hall's Head, nine for one eight eight. Um, so Hall's head batted first. They got the nine for one eight eight. Adam Gray got forty one, and uh, Brad Malinga got forty two. And chasing, uh, you know, nine for one eight eight. The end of their forty five. Couldn't kick one. Couldn't run an extra one. Dave Brewer got sixty eight. Uh, Jason Yulden got fifty six, and Alec Smith got four for thirty seven. So fourth tie of the season. <laughs> you wouldn't read about it. Uh, Waruna, 2 for 70, defeated Hillman, 69. And Club Prez, Mark Butler, 5 for 6 off 9 overs with 5 maidens. So well bowled there, Mark. Uh, big, big win there for Waruna. And the next game, Warmbra, 5 for 268, defeated Pinjara, 9 for 121. My man, Chris Babara, 71. Um, he moves on to about... 500-plus runs this season, and uh, Mark Stamp got 44. So well done to Warmbra there. Big, big winners against Pinjara. The finals there, it's pretty much sorted there as well. Hall's Head, Warmbra, Hillman, White Knights. They'll be the four playing finals in three weeks' time. Let's get on to E-grade cricket. So we have Showwater, 9 for 146. They defeated Hall's Head, 8 for 84. Luke Cook got 45, not out for Shoalwater. Mandra, 4 for 166, defeated Warmbra, all out 64. Mark Moore got 46 for Mandra in that 166. Uh, Secret Harbour, 8 for 84. They were defeated by Singleton, 8 for 237. I think my handwriting is, or 230-something anyway. And uh, they were Yeepooled. Jeff Yeepool, another ton, 109 not out. Well done, Jeff. Uh, I believe that's his second ton of the season. He's having a very, very good season. 
Uh, White Knights Belt Ivers, 9 for 184. They defeated South Mandarin, 9 for 122. Uh, Matt Vinkovich got 48. And Aaron Dunwoody got 5 for 29 for South Mandra. Out of those nine wickets to fall in the White Knight Belt Ivers innings. And what's the ladder look like there? There's a bit of a, a bit of a run here. So uh, White Knights 159, Mandra 156. So they've had storming seasons. Um, Hall's head on 136, North Belt Ivers on 128, Showwater on 124. So the way I read it, um, uh, yeah, top three, you'd think uh, they're done. They're okay. I don't think that's going to change. And uh, North Belt Ivers and Shoalwater are going to be fighting out for that fourth spot. So uh, she's a tight one in E grade again. And let's get to F grade. Uh, Hillman had an easy win, 3 for 85. They defeated Shoalwater all out. 70, Zach Kirkwood got 4 for 14 for Hillman there. Pinjara 7 for 186. They defeated Warmbra 3 for 140. Daryl Morgan, 100 even, not out in Pinjara's 176. Well done there. And Brad Rowe got 59 for Warmbra. Um, but it wasn't enough as Pinjara won that one. And Horsehead 8 for 159. They defeat, oh, they're defeated by White Knights Belt Ivers 5 for 241. Uh, in the 159, Ben Dreco, well done, mate. Got 55 not out. He would have been uh, probably pretty tired at the end of that one, but um, does a hell of a lot for cricket in the region and his club and junior cricket as a whole. So uh, well done, Ben. Good stuff, 55 not. And uh, in White Knights, Belt Ivers, 241. I'm presuming this has to be right, but you know, John Newman has to be Sammy Newman. Surely, someone tell me. Someone write in, whatever. John Sammy Newman, I'm going with it, 85. Uh, and Hayden uh, Crowage got 66 out of the 241. So uh, big, big win there for the White Knights boys. They are top of the table there. The finals will be White Knights, Belt Ivers, Hillman, Woombra and Hallshead. They will be the ones fighting out for the Premiership glory in F grade. That there is a wrap of Saturday cricket. Uh, we've still got two games to go. Uh and, and then we'll know exactly who are in the finals, what they're going to look like, and we'll probably have a really good uh, preview of the finals when we get there. So uh, look out for that particular show. We'll have some, uh, you know, we'll have a lot of interviews that particular week because um, I think it's important that we really pump up the competition. And in saying that, I've um, been working really hard with um, the Mandra Mail in particular. Um, I don't know if you saw today's edition, but... We got a full page. We got the whole page full of uh, cricket, and um, I'm pushing really, really hard to to get more online presence with them as well, so that the um, those of you that, don't, that aren't in the uh, delivery zone, um, you can see it online as well. So uh, look out for that in the coming days uh, for some online sort of coverage there. Um, so try my best to pump up this little comp and uh, put your all your names in lights. Speaking of lights. What a great segue, hey? Retrovision Premier T20 League Cricket. First semi-final. Singleton versus Shoalwater. Boy, oh boy, wowee. In the words of the great BT, what a game. What a game. Um, Wicket was a little bit softer than we've had over the previous weeks. And that's simply because, as you know, it's pretty damn hot this week uh, so the groundsman just doing his job doing his job and just keeping the moisture in and uh, trying to uh, seal the moisture underneath so that it's going to be able to be uh, a good wicket for the weekend coming so uh, and the wicket was fine there's nothing wrong with it it just had a little bit in it um, the ball stuck in the wicket a little bit more so batting wasn't going to be as easy as it has been over the last few weeks um, but in saying that bowlers are still going to bowl well anyway um, how did we go? Well, Showwater batted first. And you probably were going to bat first. Most teams do um, bat in daylight. Uh, batting at night is still a challenge, and that's simply because you just don't do it very often. Um, the wicket doesn't change. The ground doesn't really change much. It's just a fact that it's under lights. Um, so it's maybe a little bit harder to pick up and and, and things like that. So um, anyway, so Showwater batted first. Liam Richards uh, held the innings together for Showwater yet again, did it the last time we saw him, and uh, did, did really, really well, because uh, he could have easily thrown it away. He, um, he'd be the first to admit it. He stunk it up early, could, just couldn't hit the ball off the square, really struggled and fell way behind on the uh, 
balls faced to run scored. You want to try to be 110, 120, I reckon, um, strike rate in community cricket. You want to, you want to be ahead of the, the ledger, and he was well behind. Um, then he just got one or two off the middle, and he was off and away, and then he really took over and, and um, started to really express himself and play the ball all over and play some big shots, hit some big sixes, and um, was ready to really take the innings apart, really tear it apart. And then I don't know what happened. He just sort of chipped one. They, they set up a leg side sort of, I don't know if it was a leg side trap, but he just literally just hit it straight to Timmy Hutchett. Finally, it was just bang, done, out. And just like that, he was out. And um, that was about it. No one else could really get the innings going. Get the, They had a, not a bad start, and then they just dropped right off in the, the middle overs towards the back end. They just couldn't get going. And uh, at 6 for 119 at the end of their uh, batting innings, he's just thinking that that's probably 20 short. And and if they were honest, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're walking off the pitch going, yeah, we've left at least 20 runs out here. And at that stage, Singleton would have been thinking, yep, we've got this boy, not a problem. Uh, Timmy Hutch uh, opened the bowling and was quite miserly again. He's just developing into a really good white ball bowler. Uh, two for 19. And uh, marquee player Nick Maolo, just using his guile, his skill, um, experience, just bowled licorice all sorts. He just bowled a bit of this, a bit of that, and uh, he got two for 14, did really, really well. So at halfway, if uh, you're a betting man, you probably would have put your money on Singleton. They've obviously got a pretty deep batting lineup, defending champions, a lot of experience in that batting lineup. Um, you know, very, very good marquee player in Nick Maolo, who's been there, done that. Um, you know, you've got the captain of the WA Country 11. You've got, you've got a pretty good batting lineup there. You're thinking, yep, Singleton will probably get this. And they started like that. Well, Mitch Smith. I don't know whether he likes the camera or something like that, but he, uh, he went the. Um, he actually looked a bit like uh, Stuart Broad. I said it to him as he walked out in the ground for warm ups. He had the, the headband on, but he shaved all his head off, so he didn't really need it. But uh, who cares? Do what you want, mate. Um, he charged in, and he was he was excellent from from ball one. Um, got an early wicket. We got it wrong because uh, the boys changed their shirts, so we thought it was um, uh, Brad Ranford, but it wasn't. It was Bert. But uh, anyway. We got it right in the end, and um, yeah, he was he was on fire. But they were able to score quite easily at the other end, and for a while, Singleton they were flying. They were after eleven overs, they were on about seventy, um, and they were, they were cruising towards that total of one twenty. Um, all the Shoalwater people around us, they were they were packing up the picnic. They were you know they were starting the cars. They were going. Someone forgot to tell two of the younger bowlers in the team, and and this boy did it the last time we saw him. Um, in the uh, another one of the long hair crew, um, Jackson Ward, and he's got a bit of a unusual sort of approach, sort of stutters in and just sort of puts the ball there. But he went two for fourteen off his four overs, so they they just couldn't get hold of him whatsoever. And when they tried, they just hit it straight to the boundary fielders. And really, really good, mature, ahead of his age, and we've just seen this boy grow up in front of us. Uh, Mitch Oliver, come on, he got two for 18 off his four and bowling very, very good leg spin. Really, really um, impressed by this young man. He's gone and done a lot of work on his bowling. He's taken it upon himself to really um, improve that facet of his game and for a young young man to come on and, and own it. He just owned it. He just sets his field, he's got his plans and he just comes on and owns it. And he's, he's showing guys double his age how to do it. Um, and he was fantastic. And he's been very good in all games that we've seen. He was, he's been unlucky in the other games. Hasn't really got the reward, but he got the reward this week. Uh, got two in one over, I think it was, or two in two overs, and just, just tore him apart. And Mitch Oliver and Jackson Ward, two of the youngest guys on the pitch, uh, did, did it. And at the end, Singleton could only get to 1-1-7. It was so tight. So tight at the end. Um, big Josh Bowler, obviously a former Shoalwater player. Uh, didn't limp out to the uh, to the crease this week. He he, he could walk <laughs> a little bit better, and uh, I think it was in the final over. So Matt Skelton didn't have his best day with the ball, um, but the man's got him to this far. He's had a great tournament himself. Don't worry about that. Uh, might be on board. One of my faves, and um, yeah, he he bowled one in into Josh Senior's area, and he just hooked it and hit one of the, you know, big 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 six towards the pavilion. And all of a sudden, it was like, uh-oh. Uh, got a little bit shaky. But they got there in the end. They held their nerve. 
even though they tried their best to throw the game away, I think Singleton dropped about, sorry, uh, Shaw would have dropped about five catches. And even the last ball, they, they threw the ball away. They were silly. The, it could have gone all... But anyway, panic set in, but they won. <laughs> and uh, a very, very, very happy Showwater through to the grand final of the Retrovision Premier T20 League. They will take on the winner of next week's game. And, mate, if, if there is a game to make sure you tune in and watch or... Get off the chair and get down to the ground and watch because it'll be a hell of a game. I think probably the game could, it could be the game of the season across everything, and that's on everyone to, to better it. Um, Mandra versus Hallshead, they are playing off for the second spot in the final because we know Shoulder are there, so Shoulder are there watching, and they they'll be just there. They'll be taking notes. They'll be uh, seeing who they've got to take on the week after. Mandra versus Hallshead. I believe the main man, Chris Saarberg, might be getting a phone call saying, mate, are you available? Are you back? Can you come and play? Um, we had Davenport playing, Chris Davenport playing for Hall's Head, a very, very good um, replacement marquee. Hall's Head have got batting depth. They bat for days. Mandra have got some serious players, some serious talent, some serious young talent, um, excitement machine um, my man, my man, he's one of, one of mine, okay? I'm only claiming him because I like watching him and um, I've told enough people about him, Albert, Albert Esterhausen, um, excitement machine. He is a Perth Scorcher waiting in the waiting. That's that's my big call, okay? Don't let it get to your head, young man. You've still got a lot of work to do, but um, I think he's a Perth Scorcher in the making. Anyway, Mandra versus Hallshead next week in the Retrovision Premier T20 League. And as I said earlier, it is known as and recognised as the best T20 league in the state outside of the Premier League competition. So well done to everyone involved. Whew. That is all the scores and everything else that's happening on the cricket pitch. This is the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show. I am Orazio Santolicia. I am bringing you the good oil every week here. But I can't do it without the support of Retrovision. Everlast and ESA Sport. Next segment, we are chatting to the elusive Hall's Head Presidente, Ash Wyborn. Enjoy. Carlos Brathwaite! Carlos Brathwaite! Remember the name! History for the West Indies! Okay, welcome back everyone. We're on the pavilion the Peel Cricket Show, which as usual is proudly supported by Retrovision, ESA Sport and Everlast Sports Drinks. Hopefully you're getting those Everlast Sports Drinks in the fridges. Okay, the latest in the uh, the series of my little chats with the club presidents, the guys that are sort of keeping each club together and keeping them running, um, along with their team of uh, committee members, is the, uh, the ever-evasive and the man that's really hard to get hold of uh, Hall's head president, Ash Wyborn. How are you, Ash? Yeah, good. All right, so how's things, mate? Not too bad, not too bad. I'm glad to have finally got hold of you. Now, we're here on a Tuesday evening. We're just about set for the next round of the Retrovision Premier T20 League. Uh, should be an absolute belter tonight. We've got Hillman versus Mandra. Um, they'll both be playing off to see who gets through to the, uh, the semi-final stage. But this man here, Ash, is here every... Well, every day probably, um, but he's here every Tuesday anyway. Um, he's here, helps set up the um, well, set up the ground, sets up the uh, frog box, and sets everything up as well as uh, making sure that everything's ready to go. So, Ash, um, do you actually go home at all? My wife would think I don't. <laughs> Sometimes my kids ask who I am when I walk in the door. <laughs> So um, cricket season's obviously a, a very busy time. You got a you got a club that's got six six senior teams. Yeah, five uh, five men's sides and a, uh, a very strong uh, women's side. Yeah, and then you've got a high. I mean, I know you're the president of the club, and and the juniors have got like their own uh, subcommittee, I guess, to a certain extent. But um, that's a hell of a lot of a uh, junior sides as well. Yeah, we've got a one club model. So um, I'm the, technically the president of the the whole club, and um, Ben Drecker, who's a uh, uh, vice president of the, the whole club that takes on the 
accept the yep. role as a junior president. Uh, does a great job. Yeah, we've got 17s, 15s, uh, 14s, 12s, 11s, and 10s all down to junior blasters. So yeah, um, yeah, no, it's a big operation. We spend a lot of hours um, in the background. Um, but it's supported by a very strong committee. Um, so and uh, obviously backed by uh, some very good sponsors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Retrovision being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> They get around, do retrovision. Uh, remember to get in there for all your electrical, white goods, all that sort of stuff. Uh, if you're going anywhere else, you've got rocks in your head. Um, now, Ash, what, what's a typical week, or is there no such thing as a typical week? Because, uh, again, they have so many sides and so many uh, things to deal with. You've got players moving here, there, and everywhere. You've got, um, you, you know, you're one of the major clubs in, in the competition. You've got a, a venue that everyone wants to play at because you've got lights. Um, look, it must be hard at times to sort of balance everything out. Yeah, cricket never sleeps, especially uh, community level at this club. Um, I'm forever on my phone dealing with uh, uh, issues and uh, current or future events and just everyday stuff. It just It's, it's non-stop. Um, yeah, but like I said, having a good committee, I can uh, delegate uh, tasks onto those guys. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm quite busy, but um, it's good to have a strong committee behind me. Now, we get on to the playing front here, the fun stuff, because that's why you sort of uh, do all this. Um, so, as we're recording this, the Horsehead Cricket Club had their most successful weekend, um, probably in history, with in regards to the number of wins because of sides. But um, So, all, all the men's teams won. So, that's, that's right, yep. A to yep. A, B... DEF, some convincing wins along the way, and the ladies won on Sunday. So, um, as is customary with a lot of cricket clubs, the uh, the presidente has to open the uh, the wallet, and the moths start to fly out. But uh, normally shouts the bar. So, how how did it go on the weekend with that? Uh, Yeah, um, it was interesting. I was at a seventieth birthday party, (laughs) which conveniently was here. (laughs) <laughs> uh, after cricket, I, uh, I raced home and had a shower and got ready for that and walked in and as soon as there was cheers everywhere, the boys were into me and I said, oh, just wait until tomorrow. The girls are going to play tomorrow, so one club. Um, they were into me and I said, well, if you want to go now, we'll go now, but um, you know, I'm going to have to tip into the wallet for the girls uh, on Thursday night, I think. So, um, yeah, no, look, we, we have had six wins before, but never we, we haven't had a 100% strike weight since we had the, the ladies, so... Um, it's a fantastic result. Uh, the club's going well. Um, can always improve, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, um, it was it was pretty happy, pretty good, pretty good uh, atmosphere to walk into on a on a Saturday night back here. Yeah, and you had some outstanding performances throughout. Um, like you had, I mean, as a club president, to see some of the younger players sort of step up. So you had like uh, you know Jake Patterson get five. He's an under sixteen taking five in B grade to yep. absolutely you know railroad. Singleton Winians who are you know one of the stronger clubs sort of going round. Yeah, it's a Scotty Bolan-esque performance at five for four. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, young Jake's played a fair bit of A grade this year. Um, only the last two games he's uh, just fallen out of favour. Just as uh, we had a few injuries at the start of the year, so mm-hmm. um, I think that A grade experience at the start of the year um, has put him in good stead. Uh, he's a good young kid. He's got a good family behind him, and he plays a fair bit of cricket. He's um, heavily involved with the under seventeen's at Rocky Mandra, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Jake performed really, really well. So, um, uh, and then uh, we had another 17-year-old kid in. Uh, it got dropped from D grade to E grade. Who went down and took seven for 15 and single-handedly won a, a very tight game against South Mander in the E grade, which probably puts uh, consolidates our E grade side in the top four. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, young Maxi Roberts did really well then. And um, yeah, the F grade. Had a, uh, <laughs> The F grade had a must-win game against Pinjara. Uh, obviously, six-team comp, um, top three sides, very, very strong, uh, and the bottom three, uh, there are thereabouts. But uh, yeah, we had a Bodie Terabik or Tabik, sorry, Bodie um, took four for ten, uh, bowling first, and then opened the batting and got a hundred off about forty rocks. Uh, 35, Thirty-five balls. I think it was ten fours and nine sixes. So he ran. Six or five. No disrespect, Brody, but that is a small ground at the tennis courts at Pinjara. <laughs> but a uh, hundred is a hundred, so well, good, good on you, mate. Yeah, there were some outstanding performances. Uh, and, and in A grade, you've got some uh, some really classy players, some good, experienced players. Um, 
batting this I mean the batting strength is throughout the the, the club and I've, I've had numerous chats with you and sort of and yeah. you weren't sure but then you, you did you did yeah, your maths did, a couple of weeks ago and you said yeah. oh, hang on actually you're probably right yeah um, I know I'm right and <laughs> well the the, th- the interesting thing is all the skippers say we've got too many bowlers so um, to yeah, actually dig have a deep dive and look at the uh, batting stats I was actually quite impressed but um yeah like yeah batting probably is our strength in A grade and um, got a well, I think there's six or seven blokes bowl so um, yeah, it's yeah good, you've got a real you've got a real good mix um, you got um, you know Jack Manuel leading the way this year in a stylish left-hander um, he's second uh, second behind um, well, a very good player in Dane Newgill and uh, Dane just continues to do it year in year out no matter where he plays he's just an absolute run machine but uh, Jack's not far behind him and he's led the way this year hasn't he really yeah Jack sets the tone for the side batting at three um, uh, I might be biased um, but I've had a lot of other a lot of other people say he's the best bat in the comp um, uh, he played very high standard, um, but you know, uh, I think I think that, I think the good thing for Jack is he's got it. He's supported. He doesn't. He's not relied on every week on week out. But is um, was the class is permanent, so they say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've got obviously uh, Josh Rudd, our coach, who's a country eleven player, and uh, yeah, at the start of the season we were struggling for batting depth, but we've had a few blokes come back, and we uh, um, the addition of Brad Scott. Um, who now opens the bowling and that's uh, six or seven for us at the moment. Is um, uh, he's you know we're lucky to find him and <clears throat> uh, travelling around Australia and got a phone call from a, a former player Andrew Tatterson saying that uh, Brad's looking for a game of cricket and um, uh, he put us on the put us on the horse head. <laughs> so we've uh, been very fortunate with that. He's been a great addition, good bloke as well. Um, yeah, uh, the, the side's going from strength to strength. Um, but you know we're coming to the business end of the season, so we're uh, um, yeah, mm. it's a very tight comp at the top of the A grade. Oh, it's extremely tight, and, and a lot of the grades are like that. Um, I mean, A grade you've got it's probably you know, about five now, I think. Um, but any any of the top five, I mean, you've only got to get to the finals, and then from there it's another it's another season. B grade has tightened up completely. Um, Hillman and North Beldivers are running away with, but now everyone's caught them. And and amongst the other grades, it's it's all it's all pretty tight, which is really good for the competition. Now, Peelwood Reserve, it's you know one of the premier venues, if not the premier. What what sort of pressure is there on a club like Hall's Head um, in you know hosting games? And you've got the lights, and you know you, you you started with the frog box, and everyone else has sort of followed and all that sort of stuff. Do you feel any more pressure there as a club or? Oh no, we have a goal. We want to, like, we want to be the best club in the Peel region. Um, I'm sure every other club that feels the same way about their club. But um, you know, we we're the lucky club that gets to have that has the ability to host night games. Um, we try and share it around with other clubs of the day nighters. Um, they all get a get a chance to play a T20 here. Uh, the wicket probably cops are hiding because uh, it gets so much cricket. Uh, but in saying that, the groundsman this year has done. An amazing yeah, so that the square for we're we're in February now. I yeah. can't believe we're in February. Yeah. Um, the coverage of grass at this time of the year is unseen. Yeah, so the, we've got a new curator this year. He's doing a fantastic job. Um, uh, Joey McConnell, who was a curator here for a long time, did a great job as well. But the, the new guys just brought a different life. Prepares a, prepares a slightly different wicket, more gray, uh, It's a little bit greener, but uh, and a bit more grass. But it, uh, we're regularly getting two hundred plus here on a Sunday. Mm. Um, for each side, so there's a lot of being 200, 220 versus 210 um, out here. Uh, so it's a good, probably, well, I'm biased, it's probably the best wicket in the comp. Uh, the outfield um, cops a lot of traffic with the soccer club, we share the facility with the Moonra City Football Club. Um, uh, about three years ago, the, the council decided to um, uh, make the. Uh, I suppose the word is um, ban the soccer club from tra- uh, training in pre-season out on the uh, Peel 1 so we've mm-hmm. got a scheduling issues out there on Peel 2 with uh, a lot of clashes with um, senior cricket training and, and their pre-season which ramps up most their training 10 months a year so yeah um, uh, yeah so we've got we've got issues there we're trying to uh, put a grant together for building a set of nets out on Peel 1 so we can train exclusively out there and the football club can have a um, Full yep. access all year round yep. to the, the Peel 2. Mm-hmm. Um, but in saying that, now Peel 2 cops are absolute hiding, so 
um, they get pushed down to pure three every now and then as well. Which yeah. They don't particularly yeah. like. But. That's sporting grounds in general. It's a, it's just a, a trend everywhere. As as participation grows, um, the, the the demand on the grounds uh, grows as well. Now, I believe you guys have been well. Everyone that's part of it has been successful. You're going to get a bit of an upgrade to the, the change rooms and stuff like that? Yeah, I got an, uh, an email today. I didn't read all of it, but I believe our, um, our change rooms on Peel, the Peel 1 side are uh, going to be upgraded to female-friendly change rooms, which is uh, uh, it's, that's good for football, that's good for cricket. Um, there's not a lot of women's cricket yet played on Peel 1, but we have a uh, long-term goal to try and... Um, it's a an ambitious goal to try and host a WBBL game here one day um, but part of that is actually getting the, uh, the change rooms up mm-hmm. to female friendly um, standard um, and a few other things around that yeah around that, that space, so. that'd be fantastic I mean there's you know there's a, there's a number of young young girls in the area um, as well as older ladies playing now um, that'd well that, that'd be over the moon if we yeah. get a WBBL game here so uh, what's this space um, so just to just to sort of wrap it up, so Ash, you get a chance to have a have a hit yourself in amongst all this sort of stuff. How's the season going? Uh, I've had a okay season. I've had better, but I've had worse as well. So I'm in the middle. Um, I find uh, game time is my when I'm at peace. I, I get left alone generally. Uh, very busy before games and then after games. But we are uh, 45 overs on a Saturday in D grade. I I get to uh, get out in amongst it and. Um, just be one of the lads in, <clears throat> on the field, which is good. Um, uh, our D-grade side's going, going really well. We've lost one game. Um, potentially, we, us and another team, um, probably should have been pushed into the C-grade to make a stronger side, um, a stronger C-grade side. Yeah. In a, but, um, you know, that's the decision the association made. But um, it is what it is, and we just... Can only go out there and play who we're playing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's there's a. I think Hillman have come and come back to the. Uh, probably lifted their standard a little bit in D grade. So yep. there's uh, three genuine title threats, and the uh, the other squads are. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it happens. I mean, especially with um, the shift rosters, because mm. there's a lot of uh, people that work FIFO or Dido or whatever <laughs> you want to call it uh, in in the region, and depending on the shift roster, some clubs have got. Uh, you know, a swathe of players, and then the next week they're struggling to get their teams together. And that, that's the region, and that's okay. And the beauty I, I've seen as someone that's come in is that everyone understands that and does their bit to make sure that it works. I don't think any one club's affected more than any other, but, um, yeah, it's just something that everyone in the Peel region has had to sort of get used to. Um, mm. But it, it, it's, a, it's a problem. Well, it's not a problem, but it's, it's a blessing and a curse, I suppose. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone finds one week you've got a heap of people available and the next week you're trying to <laughs> stretch around trying to find blokes. Um, yeah. But genuinely, uh, a couple of times we've gone through the year where we thought we're going to struggle to fill the fifth or fifth side, but um, uh, we've managed to get there so far this year, so it's, it's been great. Yeah, that's good. So as we speak, Horsehead, uh, if there was a uh, an overall trophy for like club and points across the board, I dare say you guys would probably be topping that table. That might be something to bring to the table, to the committee. So, committee, if you're listening to this, that might be an idea. I don't know. I just want on the record, I haven't asked uh, Ratio to say that. <laughs> um, just a, like a yeah, an overall thing. I don't know. Might be an idea. And uh, we've got to start wrapping this up. So, look, um, hopefully you understand a little bit more about Horsehead Cricket Club. I know I have, and it's great for me to get to know... Uh, well, the people behind the scenes doing all the hard work, players, uh, whatever club you're at, but uh, Hall's Head for, for this particular one, um, don't be afraid to reach in the pocket, buy in our know, white gym beam and Coke can for the prayers every now and again, say thank you, and that goes for any volunteer at your clubs. Remember, they do a power of work to allow you to play and enjoy the game, so remember to, uh, yeah, just, just say thanks and, and mean it. Um, Ash, thank you for your time today. It's been great to have a chat to you. Good luck for the rest of the season, and uh, maybe the next time we speak, we might see your lovely face. Maybe. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Okay, so that was Ash Wyborn, president of Hall's Head Cricket Club. You're on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, proudly brought to you by Retrovision, ESA Sport, and Everlast Sports Drinks. I'm about to get out there and call Hillman v Mandra, which should be a belter. So, uh, yeah, thank you. 
Okay, okay, we are riding this baby home. The Pavilion, The Peel Cricket Show, episode 18, I think. I think, episode 18. We are on episode 18. You wouldn't bloody believe it, would you? Um, I can't believe how quick this season's gone. Um, but we've still got plenty to go. We've still got two weeks, two rounds of um, normal cricket, of uh, of the fixtures, of the home and away season of the Peel Cricket Association. And then we're into the business end. We are finals. Finals time. You can smell it in the air. Um, and that's where it all counts. So it's Australian sport. We, we live for finals. That's the way it works. So we are... Heading fast towards what will be, I reckon, a humdinger of a final series. So we've got finals in the PCA. We've got the second semi-final coming up Tuesday night, Hall's Head versus Mandra, or Mandra versus Hall's Head, whichever bloody way you want to go. Um, that is going to be an absolute belter, and I can't wait for Tuesday night, bringing you the action live and exclusive on the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Channel. But if it's a nice balmy night, the crowds are getting better and better as the weather heats up. We're getting, you know, we're getting in the hundreds, I reckon, coming down, and they're enjoying nice warm evenings, sitting there with a nice, uh, nice cold, frosty beverage. Um, you know, bar will be open. Great entertainment. Um, so why not? Why not come down? Um, you know, if you finish training, maybe finish a little bit earlier um, and get down. If not, if you're going to stay at training and, and watch, you know, do your training and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Get YouTube up on the big screen or on your TV and uh, live ball-by-ball ball coverage. Um, we've got some big rounds of cricket coming up, as I mentioned a little bit earlier. So we'll just do the A grade. I can't I can't sit here all night and do all of them. Um, so we've got South Mandra at Warmbra at Falcon Reserve. We've got Pinjarra and White Knights. Uh, right on to Terry McNeil um, getting really good reports about the... Um, the the imp- well the new and improved square at uh, Sir Ross McClarty. Um so well well done there to everyone involved but obviously the main man Terry so good stuff there Penny and White Knights White Knights having a little bit of a late dash having a good season um, Mandra Secret Harbour uh, Mandra just want to keep continuing doing what they're doing uh, they keep winning that's all they can do and then that might be enough to get them into the finals all you got to do is get there and then it's anyone's game uh, Singleton Waruna. <laughs> There's a big one there. And uh, Hall's Head, Shoalwater Bay. Um, well, Shoalwater might, could be a preview of what may be the, uh, the grand final of the T20 comp the week after. You don't know. Who knows? So uh, Shoalwater will be riding high after a big, big win on Tuesday, just gone in Retrovision Premier T20 League. And as mentioned, it is being recognised statewide as... Um, Best T20 comp outside of the Premier And I'll tell you what, I can't, we may be biased, but I'll tell you what, you know, tell me that it's not. You tell me how it's not. So we're we're getting our marquee players a a top draw. Um, Our returning players just highlight how much good work um, junior clubs are doing in the foundation years of all these players before they decide to progress to Premier Cricket. And that's a great thing. It's a great thing that the uh, you know the nursery is is producing and enabling players to uh, chase their dream, and that's why you go and play Premier cricket because you just think you're only a few games away from pulling on the baggy green. You know who's the, who's the next Scott Boland or Marnus Labuschagne? Because seriously, Scott Boland, where the hell did he come from? Um, I know he played he's played a lot of first class cricket, but he never played any pathway stuff. He just did it through solid. Um, club cricket and then got picked all that way and then you know Marnus Labuschagne is arguably the um, well, top two in the conversation best but well he's the number one ranked batter in the world anyway um, he came from nowhere so you know you just think you're you know five or six games away from a baggy green and hey why not why not dream and dream big um, Look, we've got a hell of a lot happening. Um, also, as I mentioned a bit earlier on, um, just look out for the next little special that will drop before the next version of this. Just another little interview with another little special guest. Um, just trying to just provide some entertainment. So um, if you've got any feedback, anything you'd like to see in the run home, if I'm missing something, if I'm annoying you or 
whatever, just just shoot through a, a line. Remember, you can chat during the game as well. Um, just yeah, just message on Messenger um, on the uh, Peel Cricket Association Facebook page. And lastly, apologies for my interview. So sorry, uh, Daniel Jones and uh, Chris Alessandro. I know uh, the Showwater boys in particular. Um, they're very disappointed. I don't know what happened. Um, the mic was working, and then it didn't work, and I, I don't know. So, look, that happens. Um, I'll do some testing. I might use one of my other 1,001 different bits of electronic crap I've got floating around the house, and I'll make sure that it works better next week so we'll be able to get pre-game uh, interviews uh, before the big, big game on Tuesday night. Okay, that pretty much wraps it up. This has been the Pavilion, the Peel Cricket Show, Retrovision, Everlast, ESA Sport. They are backing us to the hilt. Let's back them to the hilt in return. My name is Orazio Santa Lucia. I am the man on the ground trying to pump this joint up and blow it all up and let everyone know about how good cricket is in the Peel region. Good luck to everyone on the weekend. Hit the middle of the bat, hit the top of off, take every catch. See you next week.